The Serial Entrepreneur, brought to you by Startups Magazine. A podcast bringing you leading businesses and founders who have a story to tell and explain some of their biggest challenges. Try not to be too hard on yourself. Like, I've met so many founders who are like, you know, I should have done this, and then the pandemic happened, and I didn't do this. And, and you spend so much time, like, second-guessing yourself when really mistakes will happen. Like, we're human. It really does improve over time, and I think sometimes when you're starting out, you kind of almost expect yourself to have, you know, super high standards from the start. You know, you want to do your best at the start, absolutely, but you're never going to be perfect. Plus, share their biggest secret, their favourite breakfast cereals. My favourite cereal is an Australian cereal called Nutrigrain. Rice Krispies. It's pretty boring. Weetabix. I have a clear winner. It is uh, Cocoa Pops. Hello and welcome back to the Serial Entrepreneur podcast. Today I'm joined by Melissa Chambers, CEO of SiteHop. SiteHop is a cybersecurity technology company developing and supplying FPGA hardware-enforced cybersecurity solutions for companies requiring the highest level of security available, which is not available from software-only solutions. So before we get into the bulk of the questions, we usually ask our signature icebreaker question which is what is your favorite breakfast cereal and why yeah this is a tough one because well so I grew up in America so most of our cereal selections growing up were very sugary but I latched on to a cereal called O's um, and it was the one my mom always had (laughs) and so since I had siblings who ate up all the really sugary stuff I've got a liking yeah it's called O's it's like a I don't know if you have um, Cheerios here, but it's like a honey and granola version of that. Very yummy. Ooh, that does sound delicious. <laughs> so would you be able to introduce yourself and tell me a bit about your background and your journey? Sure. So, goodness. So, yeah, I've started several companies, but early beginnings, I've, I've, I would say I've definitely been scrappy from the beginning. I Like I had to put myself through uni I managed to get a NASA scholarship, so and and then which I got to work at NASA for a bit, um, which was great. I got hired into a high tech company straight out of uni. That um, it was in telco, but they they trained all the engineers to do a very niche, very specific thing at a very high level, which is kind of the same philosophy that we're doing here at SideHop. So that's kind of cool. And then I went on um, and I had stock options and cashed them in and moved to Florida and um, started started my first startup. It was actually a video production company because my partner and I, um, we both worked in the high tech field, but he's um, musical and I'm artistic and we're like, oh, let's do something fun. So, you know, first lesson don't start a startup just for fun (laughs) and expect it to make money. It was a lot of fun. And I mean, obviously there were still lessons, but yeah, that was fun. We did actually, we did that for about six years, six or seven years. um, And that was great. And, you know, had a bunch of kids and then said, Oh gosh, you know, we're going to, we're going to need more money to support all these kids. So we started the next tech startup. So this is the tech startups that I'm talking about are, so we did RF conditioning products to sell to telcos and stuff. So, so we did that one. It grew really well. That was the first experience of dealing with investors and the pitfalls some pitfalls and lessons learned there. Then we traveled for a year with our two youngest children 
that during at the end of that first year, our our youngest son got diagnosed with cancer while we were out of country. So that was crazy. So then that led to us coming back to the States and then started another tech company uh, while he was in cancer treatment. And so that was, you know, just so much craziness. Um, and then some lessons learned there and, you know, stories that, that I can get into now or later. But then our house burned down. We moved to England. Then the, um, in, that killed our business. Then the pandemic the pandemic killed our business and moved to Sheffield uh, to join a startup. That's where I met my co-founder for SiteHop, which is great because, you know, I, with all the ups and downs I've been through, I always look at what can we learn? What's the good that came out of this? And boy, did something good come out of, you know, all of that and meeting Ben and starting SiteHop. So you've re you've really been on on a very big journey to get to where you are now. Absolutely. <laughs> so this journey has led to SiteHop. So what is SiteHop and what are you trying to achieve with it? Mm. Yeah. So SiteHop, we are a hardware security company. Hardware in that our IP is on an FPGA. So. Well, this isn't a tech call, so I won't go into all of that unless you want me to. But it's it's a very niche, you know, what I said in the beginning is so Ben also um, was recruited right out of uni to do something very um, high tech and very niche. So we've kind of both got that same background. So with SiteHop, we're hardware security. We've released the world's first 100 gig sub one microsecond encryption solution, which is important to communications you know, where latency matters and security, especially with the big spotlight on security these days. So what we're trying to achieve is enable networking and communication systems to be able to add encryption without slowing down their networks. And um, we're getting a lot of positive feedback um, and we're hearing from everybody that that our solution solves a real problem that they have today. So yeah, we're um, making waves, it's great. That's fantastic. So where did the idea for SiteHop come from? So <laughs> when I tell our origin story, I laugh because obviously I'm American and um, and I say, you know, like like a good immigrant, I've been, I visit pubs because that's what you do in England. And so Ben and I were at a pub during the pandemic. So it was outside and um, we were the, there was a group of us and we were swapping stories about what we did during the first lockdown. And it came to Ben and he's like, oh, I did this little project. And I was like, tell me more. And he developed the prototype, a 10 gig version of the solution that we have today. He's like, so I knew there was a better way to do it. it it's His background is cryptography and FPGA. Like he's an expert in those and he's been doing it for his career. Um, but he just knew that there was a better way to do it. So he just, you know, holed up in a cabin for a couple of months and knocked it out. And then he was like, okay, I don't know what to do with it now. Um, so, but, but as he was telling me the story and he was telling me the benefits of, of the, the approach that he had done, I immediately knew, I was like, oh, oh, I know who needs this. You know, since my background's in telco, I knew that, oh, low latency security, that's definitely important. So, yeah, and then I just said, I know what to do with it. That's a business. Let's do it. So we, we quit the same day. <laughs> almost like founder soulmates you found each other through just in a pub garden 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like a good immigrant, embracing the culture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you said you're the world's first. So what makes SiteHop different and stand out from the crowd, do you think? Mm. Well, I don't think you're going to find many FPGA technic technology startup companies I mean we set off to do a pretty big thing but because of our skills and our backgrounds we, we knew we could do it so so that definitely that's the one thing you know FPGA companies and hardware companies in general you know it's cost it costs a lot more to get started but but you know between I, we just knew we could do it so I'd, I'd say that's the biggest thing. The second thing that probably makes us stand out is um, how fast we're moving. Like, you know, we're not even two years old yet, and we've got a massive pipeline of POCs that we've completed and more in the, you know, on the way. And, you know, we've just we've just tested a post-quantum cryptography version of our solution, which is, um, that's going to make us stand out too. Yeah, we're just moving so fast. Yeah, it's. I think that's the thing with startups is they, it can either be a slow build or you essentially just explode really quickly and everything's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely happened with us because, I mean, we've done, in the tech companies I've done before, well, even the media company, you know, you have an idea and you develop it and you hope it catches on. But I would say, you know, being a serial entrepreneur, the fact that I'd seen that and you're like, oh, God, we just need to sell this. This is such a good idea. Why is it, does anybody want it? Or, you know, or just, you know, it taking a while that when we started SiteHop, one thing I did from the very beginning was started talking to people and saying, this is what we're doing. What do you think? Do you have any feedback? You know, we did the Cyber Runway program, which is the um, cyber accelerator that the UK government, um, Plexel and DCMS, do and and that put us in front of a lot of heavy hitters really early on so that that was good to get that feedback right away and that that's just helped us you know we had customers who were saying we want to do a POC we want to test this in our system now and we said it's not ready yet and they said we don't care <laughs> this you've got something here and and we want it so I mean how cool is that <laughs> it, it's really cool the fact that you already had demand for it before it was even completed it shows that what the product you have is is something that's genuinely needed in the market yeah 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 it's exciting it's hard to explain it to I've, I've listened to some of the other podcasts of the other winners and the companies they've done and I'm like wow their companies they're so interesting <laughs> you know whereas ours is super techy and geeky and I mean it does we are absolutely going to explode but I don't know I'm I mean I'm I'm an engineer, so I think it's sexy, but trying I'm still trying to figure out how to tell the, the people who aren't technical, like how cool it, what we have is. Mm -hmm. like, I think every, every startup, what everyone's doing is cool because it usually is born out of necessity and something that's not already there and people are solving issues that they face themselves. So I think... I think in general, even just starting a company is already really cool. It shows you've got that drive. Oh, I have drive. 
<laughs> I've got so people talk about imposter syndrome, right? That's a phrase that's running around a lot. And and I'm like, look, I do not have that. <laughs> I have been scrappy from the beginning. I've worked my butt off to get to where I am. I mean, do I feel uncomfortable sometimes? Absolutely. But you need to if you're going to push yourself forward. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not moving forward. Right. So so I just like, no, nope, no imposter here. that's so true and it's it's an impressive way to be you need to have that belief in yourself and you need to have the drive to be able to take you where you want to be because at the end of the day you're really the only one that can do it yeah yeah I mean you have to drive yourself for sure exactly so on the topic of growth since founding the company how have you grown both in terms of the team as well as as the whole company Yeah, so the team, you know, we started off working from home initially, and then we moved into our first little discounted office, and we outgrew that when we hit four people. Right now, we've got six full-time employees, but we're about to um, double that in the next um, two or three months. Um, So we've identified the new team members and are really excited for them to join but gosh our our growth is going to just it's it's going I've already said that things are moving so fast but like our first deployment is global so we're going to have to very quickly you know keep growing and expanding in order to to manage global fleet of products it's awesome yeah it it must be so exciting to see that growth and like you started out just with a chat in a pub garden and now you're here and you can already see where the future's taking you. Yeah, exactly. Although I did lose a bet with my co-founder because so I, I mean we've seen fast growth. I've never seen this much traction so early on, but I have seen rapid growth, you know, with one customer, one big customer. So I made a bet with my co-founder with Ben and said, look, by the end of this year, we're going to have 20 employees in the house. And he's like, no way, Melissa, no way. He's going to win. I think, I think we'll be at 12, (laughs) but, but that's okay. It's like, it's, we have 12 very high quality employees, but um, yeah. 12 high quality employees is basically the same as 20. Yeah, yeah. But we saw that, I think, um, we were just talking about yesterday because the bet is I have to take him to a really fancy dinner. And he's like, he's like, I'll take that bet because I win either way. Either we've grown to have 20 employees or I get a really fancy dinner. And I was like, oh, I didn't think that through. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm the loser either way. Yeah, actually, no, it's fine. I enjoy nice dinners too. So I just have to pay. (laughs) (laughs) So. You won the Inspirational Woman of the Industry at the Hustle Awards this year. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I was so surprised. So how did that make you feel? And what does that mean for you? So, you know, in the intro, I kind of rambled quickly. Just some of the the big things that have, that have happened. So it it's nice. It's nice to have an, an acknowledgement of kind of, what I've been through and where I am 
but I, I was I would I genuinely was surprised I walked in the whole time I was like oh no look at all the other applicants and the short you know the the ladies who were shortlisted I was like that you know no it's fine I'm just I'm really was honored just to be there and have a fun night and so when they called my name I was super super surprised not just because the the judges wow you guys had some really amazing you know judges and but the pedigree that was there. So, so that makes it an honor to be recognized by them. But also, I don't know if you remember, there was so much that night, but when I walked up to go accept the award, I looked back at um, one of my colleagues. Um, his name is Mike. He's the one who wrote the application, right? He applied, he's the one who, who wrote it. And when, when I read what he'd written in the application because he listened to a podcast that I'd done before and obviously has worked with me and stuff. But when I read what he wrote, I, I got teary eyed. I was like, Oh, she's amazing. Oh wait, that's me. <laughs> I just, I, so it just, it, it was, it just meant so much more. Cause you know, I, I was trying to be like, this is us. Like you helped me do this. That's amazing. But you know, what's also cool is um, I have three daughters so it's, I like being an example for them, you know, I, I hope that it helps inspire them to reach, reach for whatever it is they want. You're a founder in such a, like a female founder in such a highly technical company as well. So that, that is really rare to come across. It's becoming more, like more seen nowadays, but still it's, far and few between so it, it's really impressive thanks yeah so I do get so people do say obviously highlight that I'm a female founder and if if we get noticed and if because of it great but I'm you know I don't think of myself as a female founder I think of myself as someone who's been there and experienced a lot and learned a lot and have I have a lot to offer I knew Ben was a good co-founder because when we were working at our previous, in, in the previous company, um, I'll never, this will stick in my head forever. We, it was, you know, during the pandemic, so it was a virtual meeting. There were a lot of people in the meeting. I needed to present, but one individual kept interrupting and mansplaining and it it was really difficult to kind of keep calm you know, and, and, and try to move forward. And Ben, Ben just stopped the meeting. He said, just stop. I'm a feminist and this is not okay. You need to stop doing this now or we're going to end the meeting. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. You know, so it's one thing to think that, but for somebody to actually put themselves out there. And I was like, that's, that's amazing. That's very admirable. So yeah, I, I, I knew he'd be a good partner. That that is really good of him. It's nice that there is people that can stand up and say that's not okay. Can you like listen? Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good, and and it it kind of caught me off guard too because it's not like I mean it does happen, but I I more of look at it like everybody's got problems, everybody's got issues they have to face, and things that they need to overcome. You know, being mansplained is one I have to deal with. <laughs> Although ho hopefully as uh as things move on that'll that'll settle down. 
It's not, actually, it's SiteHop. It's, it's not an issue. We have such an amazing team. I'm so happy with our team. But anyway, I'm sorry. I think we got off track. <laughs> That's okay. So kind of on the same topic as facing mansplaining in the workplace, what have some of the biggest challenges been on the journey so far as a founder and as starting the company? And how have you managed to overcome them? Oh, my goodness. So I would say, so I did think about this. The... Um, because the company itself is moving so fast I was like oh so what's the what difficulties I mean not obviously there are but I would say the biggest one is the day that Ben and I quit at our previous job we decided we we handed in our notices exactly the same time because we you know we didn't want to get accused of recruiting the other one so so we handed him they fired my husband the exact same day so that was in November right we were bootstrapped all the way up until August of the next year. So, so my family had zero income <laughs> for a big chunk of that time because then, because obviously, you know, my husband thankfully went out and said, okay, I'll, I'll find another job um, and help you, you know, support the family so that you can, you can work on site hop. Um, so for me personally, that's that's been the the biggest thing to overcome is just been like surviving. <laughs> just, but now he's he's landed a really good job that he loves, although he is a little jealous because we've that all of the other startups I talked about we've always worked together, and this is the first time that we haven't. So I can see he's jealous. Sorry, babe. So, <laughs> but um, um, it's it's nice for me to kind of to be able to run with it, which I'm really enjoying. But so for personally, that's me. For the company itself, things that we've had to overcome when we first started. So you know, I mentioned that, you know, it's not every day somebody starts an FPGA company. <laughs> when we started, it was when um, so there was a chip shortage. So one of our very first issues. To, to try to deal with is how are we going to make sure that we can get the chips we need <laughs> to grow? But so, so if I would say for the first year that was, I mean, obviously we, we had strategies of how to deal with it and, and manage it, but luckily that's not as big an issue anymore, thankfully. Yeah. So a lot of your challenges were kind of out of your control. It, it wasn't your fault, your husband got fired but I guess everything worked out in the end yeah I think so yeah things things are settling down yeah that's, that's always good <laughs> so what are some of the biggest highlights been since founding the company oh goodness I think one thing we do really well at SideHop is we celebrate we celebrate little wins and you know from you know completing successful POCs to the first day I still I'll remember again the the first day that we had 100 gigabits per second going through our device um was you know that was really exciting we took screenshots and sent it to all the investors <laughs> um because they were like this is this is cool this is this is a milestone um so we celebrate them most recently we celebrated our post-quantum cryptography um testing that that we've done in fact we're um starting a poc this week with a data center in london um doing our post-quantum encryption so 
So that's really cool. So there's been a lot of, um, I would say like little highlights. The, the big one that kind of stands out is um, the raising a million pounds in our first round. That was, that was a highlight because we knew we had something special and, and we knew we had the skills to do it. But to actually have somebody, you know, um, angels and institutional investors kind of put their money, you know, behind it as well and acknowledge that they thought we had something special too, that was very cool. Yeah, that that is a massive highlight, isn't it? I guess a lot of founders do struggle with funding. So actually managing to secure a million pounds is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, so we're, because we're growing so fast, um, we're doing our seed raise now. And I can't, because it's not final yet, I can't say who the name is. But, you know, I went out to Silicon Valley a couple of weeks ago. And there's a very big name in Silicon Valley. He's going to be one of our angel investors, which I, it will, if you ask me that, this that same question of a highlight, if you ask me that in another couple months, being able to name this person will definitely be one of them. So uh, it's so cool that, you know, so we've got industry traction. They're all starting to talk to each other. But now, like, you know, more people globally, they know who SiteHop is and are, you know, they're getting excited about us too. So uh, it's just such a cool job. I love what I do. <laughs> Good. Like you can really tell from the way you talk about what you do that you really love it, and that's always really great to see when a founder's truly in love with their project. Uh, you have to, you know. Um, Steve Jobs did an interview, and it gets circulated a lot. And one thing he said, and it's so true, that you know, being a startup founder, it's hard. It's really hard. Like. Don't do it unless you're absolutely convinced that you like what you're doing because, you know, you're going to live and breathe it for, you know, for the duration. It's just, you know, so you have to be passion. There's different versions of passion, but you have to, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, don't just don't go do something else. <laughs> That's not my problem. <laughs> no, that is a good bit of advice. So what would you say are some of the most valuable lessons that you've learned as a startup founder? So, and this, this wouldn't necessarily be with just SiteHop. It'd be the lessons that I've learned throughout multiple startups. And it's a lot of little things. What's the most valuable one? As a CEO, learning to, to be calm and, you know, being that, being patient and calm and strategic and always having the big picture in mind that's important for your team also being decisive and firm i've learned in the past that i like leaders who can be decisive and and firm because you need that and you may not always agree with the decision but knowing that someone's got got the big picture in mind so i think i've learned from from watching other founders and you know mentors and and how things have been done before I've just learned a lot about creating a strong team is so important because if your team isn't together and pulling in the same direction then then you're not going to get there you know so just I, I would say that focusing on the team 
making sure that we always work at a very high level and deliver a, a solid product, great customer service. And, you know, but again, that all comes down to your team. If, you're, if your team's not the best, then you're not going to be the best. So we're, yeah, we're in a good position. Yeah. I think that you need to surround yourself with people that see the same vision as you and truly believe in what they're doing. Otherwise, if they don't have their heart in it, it's it's just not going to go the way you want it to. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and I think what I bring to the team, I you know, I I don't know. I'm learning FPGAs as we go. I, I have an engineering background. I can understand it, but I'm not the expert. You know, that's been world you know and Jason he's you know he's in charge of the NMS and that's his world like he's the expert there and he's amazing and you know we've got each of our team members are excel in their areas and it's it's so oh, I love being able to say this is your your area like you make the decision I've got your back if you need guidance to let me know this is the big picture of where we need to go you're, you're the specialist in this area so you tell me what needs to happen so I yeah I love working like that because I don't I don't have all the answers you know I just know that we've got a really good team which together we'll find it yeah definitely so how have you managed to deal with the particular stresses that come with being a founder I drink <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. But, you know, I I keep it to the weekends. <laughs> Remember the pub story? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> oh, you deal with the stresses, but you have fun, right? I mean, you just it all it all ties it together. You celebrate the little wins, you know, you you praise your team members and when they smash something out of the park, you you know, joke around and have fun. And obviously I think that throws people off a lot of time. I think it surprises people when that, when I get quite serious because they're not, they're not expecting it. Um, but I, but I do have serious mode, but honestly, you know, we're, as long as we're all pulling in the same direction, you know, just take a deep breath. I do. I'm trying, I, for a while I get up and meditate in the morning, you know, I, I've only been able to, to manage about 25 minutes so far <laughs> but I've noticed that the days that I do that I, I actually do, am more productive but it just kind of gives give yourself a head clearing space but yeah have fun <laughs> yeah definitely I think it's always important to be able to as you said celebrate the little wins but also be able to have a good time while you're working because then it doesn't feel like you're doing hard work even when you are yeah 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 so we brought we brought the whole team well I mean so since we're six we brought them all to the hustle awards because we're like let's go guys let's let's you know let's celebrate you know being a startup and be with and oh I'm afraid to say that there are some team photos from the photo booth (laughs) that are pretty funny oh my goodness yeah we have a good time yeah, we we have some interesting team photos from there too. <laughs> so the donut wall was amazing. It was they were, yeah, it was a it was a treat, and it was kind of out of the way. So it was like, ooh, donuts. <laughs> Even though I knew in advance that there'd be a donut wall when it came out, 
I had the exact same reaction. I was like, oh, donuts. <laughs> yeah, and it was right next to the photo booth, so it was great. So you take some pictures, grab a donut, have a dance. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Such a good yeah. So anybody listening to this, definitely go to the Hustle Awards because that that was a good time, and it was uh, the comedian was so funny, and it was in the pace. Man, you guys got it just right. The whole night was great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Even though like the whole team were putting in everything to put it on, we had such a good time at the awards as well. And when we hear from other people that they also had a really good time, it makes us feel really good because this is something we love to do. Our whole thing's about championing tech startups. So being able to bring everyone together and celebrate startups, but also just have a great time, it's it's such a great thing to do. Oh, it's so good, you know, because some events can be drag on and boring and no this wasn't this was that is I think we went last year as well during the heat wave but um no it was fun it was really good really good night Mm -hmm. so what does the future hold for site hop do you have any big plans in the pipeline besides your big investor Mm, so yes so we'll be excited we'll be announcing our seed fundraise in the next couple of months um, it's shaping up really, really well. Yeah, that's crazy exciting. But also, we've got just all of the traction that we have. You know, I'm kind of I'm happy that we're gonna wrap up the funding because I really do want to get you know focus on our customers and and getting our deployments out there. But growth, we're we're gonna just have a lot of growth. You know, I can see in three years time that. We're going to have locations around the world. Like, so we've got a lot of traction in Brazil. So, you know, I can see us having a presence. We would definitely have a presence in Brazil. We'll have a presence in the United States. We'll have a pre- presence probably in India. We've got a big customer in India. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, we're not even two years old. And, you know, we, we've got, I don't want to say global domination, but, you know, our big vision is, We've got a technology and expertise to right now move cybersecurity, like high throughput, low latency, which is important in networking and communications. And uh, like, like forget about augmented reality. So in real time, augmented reality is not going to happen without the kind of technology that we're building. Right. And we're starting with cybersecurity. But once once we've kind of penetrated and that market you know, we're we're moving on to other parts of the networking and communication systems because we've got the technology. If you think about evolution, right? So we had hardware systems and then we built software on top of that. Well, there needs to be another evolution of hardware in order for all these amazing AI applications to, to really grow. I mean, they right now they're using up so much of the data center's capacity you know, they need more. So all of this in order for us to take that next kind of digital evolution, it's going to need to be a lot of hardware based. And and so SiteHop is very well positioned and has the the expertise in order to, to be a part of that. So it's just crazy exciting. Yeah, that we're excited to see what's next for SiteHop and where, where you guys are going to be. And probably the next year you're going to explode. So that will be so exciting. That's the plan. <laughs> So before I wrap up, did you have anything else you wanted to mention? Oh, God, I already mentioned the donuts and 
the pub and <laughs> oh, just like inappropriate things for the CEO to talk about. No, um, no I just um, thanks for all that Startups Magazine is doing to to put a spotlight on all the different companies out there and what we're all trying to do and give us a, this opportunity to kind of talk about what we're doing and our teams and how we fit into the world. Um, it's, it's nice that you guys are doing this and um, it's exciting to be a part of it. Thank you. Well, thank you. And congratulations again on winning, winning one of our hustle awards. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks for your time. The Serial Entrepreneur brought to you by Startups Magazine. A podcast bringing you leading businesses and founders who have a story to tell and explain some of their biggest challenges. Try not to be too hard on yourself. Like I've met so many founders who are like, you know, I should have done this and then the pandemic happened and I didn't do this. And, and you spend so much time like second guessing yourself when really mistakes will happen. Like we're human. It really does improve over time and I think sometimes when you're starting out you kind of almost expect yourself to have you know super high standards from the start you know you want to do your best at the start absolutely but you're never going to be perfect plus share their biggest secret their favorite breakfast cereals my favorite cereal is an Australian cereal called Nutrigrain rice krispies it's pretty boring Wheatabix I have a clear winner it is uh, cocoa pops. <laughs> <laughs>